1: I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And this is Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, the podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Yep. Allison. Uh huh. We've been doing this for two fucking years. That's a long time. Insert air horn noise here.
0: Wah, 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 wah,
1: wah. God, our levels are very bad. <laughs>
0: Are you excited? I'm very excited for our two year anniversary. or podcast anniversary. Podcast.
1: What you you got me a present? I did get you a present. You got me socks and a whale shark. Yeah. What did you get me? Um, I got you that Nanaimo bar, <laughs> and a nice coffee. Yeah.
0: Mm, fair. Yeah. A fair trade. Yeah. It was good, wasn't it? It was very
1: good. Yeah. Can you imagine, Allison, that there have been space cadets who have spent two years with us?
0: Wow, oh, that is hard to fathom. I can't believe I've spent two years with me. <laughs> we should give them a present. Yeah, we really should.
1: Please, thank you for being with us for two years. And um, when you mentioned that our two-year anniversary was coming out, yeah, I got a little depressed. Oh, because I realized, wow, we've been doing this for so long. I, you know, I kind of don't want it to end. And but it won't. Like we have five oh, more it's years.
0: Never going to end. <laughs>
1: Like, come back when it's our seven-year anniversary. This podcast will eventually be the age of a small child. Oh, Oh, no. I know. We know children that are younger than this podcast. That is shocking and difficult to deal with. So this podcast, if it was a human being, it would be, I don't know toddling around yeah we would have to put on like door locks and everything Mm -hmm. put a lock on the toilet so it doesn't get in the toilet probably been attacked by dutch by now probably what else we would be um sat in front of the tv Uh uh-huh yeah we would be teaching you all the things that we learned as children from the television yes our second mother Uh uh-huh um and uh what what else would it be doing? I guess do two year olds have diapers still? Yeah, have? do they poop in the toilet or we'd be we'd be toilet training?
0: Oh, right? probably.
1: Or will we just like kind of leave it there.
0: Uh, I don't know anything about kids. I don't know if I'm ready for this big a commitment. <laughs> Is it... I'm just gonna. I'm. You know what? I'm actually just gonna go to the store. Hey, Allison, I'll be right back. <laughs> Allison is it too late to abort? Oh, definitely.
1: (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Hey, let's keep going then. Okay. Here's to
0: two more years at least. Now, full disclosure. What? I have been in Japan for the last three weeks. You came back. And I do not remember how to podcast. Uh Uh-oh.
1: I'll guide you through. Okay. Now we start off with the, I was going to say the prescription. Mm, that's not right. The cold prescription drugs. Here you go.
0: Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm.
1: Why don't you read us the description on that Netflix?
0: Okay. The Netflix description of season four, episode 14, Memento Mori. When Skelly is diagnosed with cancer, Mulder hunts for research files pertaining to a group of female abductees who also contracted the disease. Guess what I get, Allison? You get... A whole point. Happy
1: anniversary to myself. Okay. I, every episode, we predict what the next episode is going to be, and whoever gets the most points at the end of the season wins treats.
0: Yes, treats. What kind of treats did we promise each other this year?
1: Halloween treats, because that's when the season ends for us. Oh, yeah, that's Around surprising. October. Around my birthday. Oh, well, whoever wins gets special discount Halloween candy. Oh, you treat me so nice. Our favorite. <laughs> Uh, and we are, before this episode, we were at two and a half at two. Mm-hmm. You had a two and a half. I had two and a half. You I had, had two, two. So now you've got three. I predicted that this episode would be about Scully's cancer. Mm-hmm. And it would, some Mulder would somehow relate it to aliens. Yeah. You I didn't a, have a hard time. You got a full point. You got a full point. So now I'm at three. You're at two and a half. Yeah, I'm coming for you. <sighs> I'm at the edge of my seat. I'm so excited. about <laughs> candy. Are we about halfway through? Is that how it's working? The season? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're a little over halfway Not through. Not the series. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Next season will hit halfway. Well, Not counting any revivals. When is that revival thing happening? I think it starts right? filming in like a week. Oh. Mm, yeah, very bad. Oh, we...
1: We do. We've been posting some articles about the revival and about how hey, there's no women writers on the revival.
0: Yeah, I went through. I went on
1: a little bit of a Twitter rant. I think on good, our but good,
0: but good. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, there was a couple articles about people mentioning, you know, hey, Scully's the only one of the only well, the only female character and. Her impact of what she says and feels is cut because it's coming from a male perspective. Yeah, which we've, I think, said a few times. Which we've said for two years. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. You can see some articles posted on our Twitter. Allison
0: went on a good rant. Yep. Um, and we don't like it. Oh, and you know what we would love, though? If what? you guys, if any of you have some uh, favorite women writers out there and you would love to... Kind of play a fun game with us and conceive of what what their X Files <gasps> episode might look oh. like. Oh, uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. Write a spec script. Well, you don't have to write a whole spec script, but no, pitch us do it. pitch us an episode uh, potentially written by one of your favorite women writers.
1: Yeah, if you're if you don't if you or if you identify as a non male uh, gender, why don't you pitch us something? Yeah, pitch Maybe? us your
0: episode. We want to hear it.
1: There's a giant fly in here, Allison. Oh, jeez. It's a fly. What are you afraid of? It came at my face. It came on your face? It did. It walked walked on my face with his little dirty feet. (laughs) Can I tell you before we start about, um, I have new children, Allison. Oh, yeah? Your bees? My bees. (laughs) Tell me about your bees. Okay. So I have uh, bumblebees in my house. They're in your house now? Well, okay. So, I don't know. Did I talk about my bumblebee children on the podcast? I'm not sure. Okay, so You definitely I'll... told me about them at length. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Wow. That was a joke. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that sunk like a stone. Yeah. Uh, Bumblebees, uh, they're not like regular bees. They like uh, nest low to the ground. They like tubes. Yeah. So, I have a hole in my house. God knows why. It's a little hole. And there's bumblebees. There's about three of them that live in my house. Well... They're endangered in BC, mm. so I can't move them, And but the beekeepers are very excited about them. Uh, my pipe burst this weekend. Oh, no! My outside pipe, and so the uh, plumber had to cut a hole in my downstairs ceiling to replace the pipe, and that meant my little bumblebee children could get into my house. Oh, no! <laughs> so our downstairs spare room... That's the bumblebee room now. Oh, no! <laughs> we're just leaving them alone. Just, like, we just close the door. They just live there now. They it's like, their house. So I stuck my head up into the ceiling. I'm like, what are you doing? And a bumblebee literally just hit me on the forehead, bounced <laughs> off, hit the pipe, and then just kind of crawled out. Oh, my God. They're just sweet little dumos. Hey, they're not like other bees. No, they're really sweet. I love them. They don't sting. They don't make a lot of honey. Like, I can't find... Well, what's the point of them? They're just adorable. Like... Yeah, that's what my children are doing. Oh so my they god. Have, they have their own bedroom now. I'm very excited to come see your bee room. Well, <laughs> if I, I'm just afraid I'm going to open my door and like 17 bees come out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I have them contained now, but... Oh, you're going to move from a bee room to a bee house. Oh no, oh no, Allison. Well, we'll see. And then it'll, know, it'll be, be warm, so they'll all stay there when the winter comes. No, they die. Oh, they die off real that's quick. That's very yeah. sad. That's why we're not, like, dealing with it. They're it's... gonna die soon.
0: Well, I have actually been having a moth problem.
1: <gasps> you have moth children now.
0: Well, no, I've killed every moth I've seen. Why? Why do they live here? Uh, I don't know. Something about this house, they, they fucking love it here, but I have, have found numerous blankets and things I've made with little, little, uh holes are they oh they're eating it yeah you know what you need to do what release some spiders oh i don't want to do that
1: well then they'll eat the moths well i'm moving in like a month yeah just release
0: a bunch of spiders (laughs) 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 yeah so i've had to put a lot of my my knit goods into the freezer Um, oh are they like laying eggs in mm, it yeah (gasps) it's very unpleasant oh god
1: I didn't know they, like, did that. I thought that was a myth. Nope, it's not a myth. Aww. I thought they ate, like, rice. One time I got a bag of rice that had moss in it. Yikes. Yeah. And then it got everywhere. It got into my popcorn ceiling, and my husband had to take a giant ladder and wash the popcorn ceiling with vinegar. And <laughs> kill all the- yeah, it was really gross. You guys have a lot of uh, mishaps. <laughs> We're wacky. Yeah. We're a wacky household. Well, I'll t- I'll I'll give you a Bumblebee update later on. Okay. I'll tell you when they're all dead or have oh, repopulated my bedroom. That sounds sad. Let's talk about this episode.
0: Okay. That's what we do. Oh, right. This is an X-Files podcast. Uh-huh. Not a what we've been up to this summer podcast. Well,
1: we miss each other.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. I've been away from Allison for
1: three weeks and I didn't know what to do with myself. I had so much. <laughs> hey, guys, I had a lot of free time.
0: Yeah. Did you too? I've been away from Courtney for three weeks, but while I was in Japan, I just pretended my real life didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. I know, right? right? Okay, Memento Mori. This is an episode that Jillian um, Anderson won an, an Emmy for. Sure. You just you told me that before <laughs> we watched it. I mean, it
1: sounds right. Oh God. Okay. No, I think I think she did. I think she did. Cool. And pretty, uh, yeah, she. It was, I'm a hundred percent sure she did some very good acting in this episode. So good. I believe it. Yeah. No, she was very emotional. Um, she did. Much better than when they gave David Duchovny an episode oh. to really
0: show his acting chops. Yeah. Uh, sh- the monologues, I didn't mind. No, no. Scully's monologues, yeah. I mean, they they were very heartfelt. Uh. Though the last... Okay, so the fir- it opens up <laughs>
1: with a monologue by Scully. And it's kind of a weird lit focused hallway sort of situation. Mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention because I was distracted by you making love to that coffee caramel Nanaimo bar you had. Oh, it
0: was so good though. <laughs> Let me break it down for you, okay? Okay, please. You got like a please. little chocolate graham cracker
1: uh, on one on the bottom. Now, was there coffee grounds in the graham cracker?
0: It did taste that way okay. because as you move from the top down to the bottom, it gets from more caramel to more did coffee. Did you like separate it with your tongue in your mouth? <laughs> I, I won't share my secrets. Okay. Um, but imagine.
1: Wait, hold on. You talk about how you eat things in a weird way like <laughs> 30% of this episode.
0: Okay, yes, continue. I did. Fine. Continue. Continue. Uh, and then it had like the kind of cream layer in the middle. I think there was a little coffee mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. And then as you moved upwards, there was a real nice caramel layer. And Ooh. then there was a layer of thin, really good chocolate on top. God. And then there's a little dolce de leche in the middle. Fuck. I love a good Nanaimo bar. I
1: love a Nanaimo bar. Did, are Nanaimo bars, like, everywhere? Or is it just the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, it is. It is? Yeah. So maybe we should, like, release the city of Nanaimo's
0: recipe. Maybe we should release the city of Nanaimo. <laughs> just <laughs> From the rest of the province. <laughs> this We're- is a call-out post for Nanaimo. Y'all suck. <laughs>
1: Just Bugs Bunny take a saw and just <laughs> yeah. cut it out. See ya. It's gonna hit
0: Haida They're right gonna float up. on down the street and just out to Japan. I don't want Japan to have them. No. I want them to be, get stuck. What's, hey, what's wrong with the Naimo? I've never been oh, there. Oh, it sucks. Is it a hole? Well, it's just like, it's a town that's like, has a little town center and then the rest of it is all like malls. I mean, that's most of America though. But it's all like stretched out and also it's bad and I hate it. <laughs> Gosh, I'm from the Comox Valley. So, is there is there like is it a rivalry? Oh, we got beef.
1: Yeah, for sure. sure. But they cut those good bars. Are there Comox bars, Allison?
0: Then, oh, they do have those good bars. I don't know. uh I don't know if they're Comox bars. I don't think so.
1: So, what does Comox have to offer to the world? Not Nothing. Being Nanaimo. Ooh. ooh, you. Ooh, you're so spicy. <laughs> Se- second anniversary we're just coming for you oh yeah fuck you nanaimo you're on our shit list we'll
0: take your bars but we can leave the rest <laughs> <Bar-bar-bar-bar-bar>! <laughs> i hope you guys like our air horn noises and i hope i don't have to cut them i know no
1: i'm gonna if you want me to cut them i'll replace them with real okay. <laughs> i'll just splice them through it's gonna be our air sp- air horn special yeah be careful guys our air horn anniversary. <laughs> Okay, there's tumors.
0: Yeah, so Skelly, as we learned two episodes ago, has a cancer. Um, it is between. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. No, it's just she does have it's very a cancer. Serious. It's very serious, very uh, serious. It's pressing between her um, sinuses and her cerebellum. Sure. Yeah, I think that's, that's why what... she's getting
1: nosebleeds. Yeah,
0: so it's it's like a little oblong shape just above her nose uh, that we see in an X-ray, and she is called Mulder to look at it with her and he's the only person she's told so far and she doesn't want to deal with it as a personal issue she wants to deal with it uh as a bureau issue which i don't really understand how that works yeah. but okay sure so if fine let
1: me try to piece it together okay i'm very good at this are you uh well we do have an x-files podcast so yeah we do that's true so scully was abducted did? Yeah, she was abducted by not aliens. Well, why not aliens? By its government
0: aliens. Is oh, okay. The government. By the government? Oh god. Right? I thought it was aliens, but they were contracted by the government. <laughs> Wait, aliens contract out? Well, I thought they were in it together.
1: The they government contracted
0: the aliens and then they're making hybrids? Okay, yeah. Okay, funny, it's you're been confusing, so long. you're it's confusing me. So la- la- okay, step back, step back. Okay.
1: Someone or something or mm-hmm. some people or some aliens Abducted
0: Scully. Yeah, Scully
1: was abducted, and there was tests done. Yeah, and especially on her hoo-hoo area. <laughs> <laughs> Technically speaking, yes. I mean, that's what I call it. Yes, my hoo-hoo area. Your hoo-hoo area. It's just non-gendered, like right? Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, a ding dong. It's, it's just a ding dong. It's Lou's just <laughs> ding and everything in between. Yeah. And, and when she comes back, she has an implant. Yeah, she has an implant in the back of her neck. And she finds a lesbian party. Yeah. With all the women there. They also have gone through the same thing. And they all hold up their little vials with their little implants in them. Yes. And they're also infertile.
0: Yes. And they also all have cancer. Yeah. So this is the episode where we learn that they've all got cancer and most of them are dead. Because of the cancer. Yes. The cancer killed them. It's very specifically the nose cancer. The nose cancer, just like Skelly has. So it's an X-File. So she's
1: blaming... She wants to figure out, well, if this was a government contracting aliens or vice versa or whatever the fuck, she wants to find who's behind that to kind of pin the
0: blame on someone. Yeah, and I think that's more important to her than, like, kind of coming to grips with the, the sort of invasion of her own body. Um, she, it's more of a political issue for her than a personal issue, or yes. at least she's trying to turn it into that in order to cope.
1: In order to grieve.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, the cancer is inoperable.
1: And also she says that it's not really treatable. Yeah, it's very difficult to
0: treat and she basically doesn't have a lot of hope.
1: Yes. But she wants to work. This is cancer to the extreme, Allison. Yes. And that's, it's extreme flavored cancer. (laughs) Okay. It's a new Monster Energy drink. Oh no, please. (laughs) I'm sorry, it was the 90s. It was a different time. (laughs) It
0: was. Extreme cancer. Do they still have the X Games? Is that some sort of X Files video game? No, you know the X games, right? Oh, the Extreme
1: games? No. Is that what it stands for? Yeah, dude. Why wouldn't it be the E games then? Cause the,
0: it's the everyone cares about the X, they don't care about the E. <laughs> why does Hey, why is the X so important? Because in the 90s, Xtreme Extreme was not spelled with the first E. The first oh, E was that's silent.
1: Right. That's <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and it was a different linguistic time. Fruit
1: by the foot. Extreme! extreme. Instead of a foot, it's a foot and a half. So extreme. (laughs) It's as long as your intestines. So when you eat it, you poop it out at the same time. Go-Gurt
0: Extreme. Eat the tube and the gurt. That'd be great. (laughs) Wait, that would just be Gushers. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. Right? Oh my God. (laughs) Can we talk about a Gushers exterior with a Go-Gurt
1: interior? Isn't that... Don't... Are Gushers... Hey, did you ever look inside a Gushers? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Is it creamy? No, it's clear. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's like a sugary fruit substance. But can you imagine, like, okay, 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 okay. Try this <laughs> on for a size. It, it's like, it's a long gusher. <laughs> like a churro size? Yeah, like a churro size gusher. It's still like got a geometric shape. Like a twizzler. Yeah. Oh. But inside, huh? you got that go
1: So you bite off an N and suck. You just Yep, you get the gogurt. You're like,
0: ooh, my bones, they feel so fortified. And then
1: you bite the bottom and stick it in your 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 Coca-Cola.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And you suck it up, and then you eat that straw at the end, and you're like, damn, that's a brilliant product. Thank you, Double X Files, T M T M T M, for this go-go. What would we call it? A go stick? uh, we would call it gush um, gush go extreme. <laughs> Gush on the
1: go. I'm glad we're ending um, on the second anniversary episode because we're going to become rich now. And yeah. i never going to have to do another fucking podcast ever again. Because of
0: all the 90s throwbacks that are big right now, yeah. we're going to introduce Gush on the go and then we're going to become millionaires. <laughs> Wait, which one is it? It's Gush Go. Gush the tagline Gush. is Gush on the go. Okay. We're going to start advertising it in porn. Oh. Oh. Wait. Okay.
1: Imagine our first commercial.
0: Yeah. There's ladies. Yeah. God, their life is
1: really boring. Yeah, it is. It is very, very, very boring.
0: They're wearing, like, business suits. They have, like, button-ups,
1: gray skirts. Everything's a very uh, sepia tone in the commercial. It's boring. But then Brenda from HR comes, and Mm -hmm. she's like, Hey, Kathy, I got this this new snack. What is it? And she hands, what is it called again? A gush-go? A gush-go. And she, now she, Brenda from HR... She's a little bit of a party girl, okay. And so she gets all her friends together, and they bite off both ends. And there's this like kind oh. of weird bukaki. Yeah, thing. it like sprays <laughs> all
0: over their faces. It's just like <laughs> she has it, she's just like, and then it just, pff, pff, oh, uh, it's everywhere. It's slow on my motion. Boobs. Slow
1: motion. Yeah. yeah.
0: This this commercial that we're creating has a real male gaze element to we it. We're gonna make a <laughs> million dollars. A million dollars, Allison. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we
1: have to sell, like, one for a million dollars.
0: We'll make one. We'll market the hell out of it. We'll get Pornhub to sponsor us. Oh, Pornhub. Hey, Pornhub? And then we'll sell it on eBay. Pornhub, sponsor us, please.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about cancer. Oh, fine. <laughs> someone's gonna make it and steal our idea. No. Yeah, someone's gonna do no. that. No, if you steal Gush on the go, I, swear. We I are. will come to your house. It'll probably be someone in Nanaimo. And I will have some
0: words for you. It's going to
1: be someone from Nanaimo. I know it. I feel it in my bones.
0: Is it because of what I said about Nanaimo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going to come <laughs> for us. They're going to take our good ideas. Oh, the world is an unfair place. <sighs> Let's talk about the X-Files. Allison. Fine.
1: So many people complain we don't talk about the X-Files enough.
0: They really some, No, they don't. Some people do. Do they really? We got a real mean review. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah. What did that fucker say? Uh, just that we didn't know anything about the X-Files. I don't know. Well, we don't. No, and we don't. (laughs) I mean, clearly there's someone that did not get the point of the podcast. Hey, guys,
1: I don't know anything about the X-Files. What's what's more? I do not care. I do not care. You know what? I bet they were from Nanaimo. (laughs) Probs.
0: Let's talk about the X-Files. Okay. Uh... Scully, yeah, Scully's got the cancer. She goes to Beth- Betsy Hagopian's house. Still, the lesbian party. Still a great name. Still a very good name. Uh, and the real estate agent there is scraping a MUFON sticker off of her window. Ooh, yeah.
1: This is Lesbian Town, right? Yeah. Lesbian Town, USA. Yeah. Where everyone is a lesbian. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know, we're led to believe from this conversation uh, that there is some sort of uh, triggered mutual brain cancer that has bloomed in the heads of all these beautiful lesbians. <laughs> Um that's a very that was a very good description. <laughs> Triggered mutual brain cancer. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like I feel it. like that's well cuz they didn't they not they didn't have cancer and then they all had cancer and so it, it just like kind of it bloomed. It bloomed. Mm. Like I don't know if you know this but I am a writer so. You should be. Ooh, I am. Oh. Mm. Mm. This is I, when I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is when Mulder Picks up a phone and hears the Wi-Fi is on. Yeah. The the modem is on. <laughs> the Wi-Fi? The wi- no, it's not Wi-Fi. No. The internet. It's the 90s. Oh, yeah. You know my kid, my students, they call internet just Wi-Fi. What? They, that's how they call all internet. It's just Wi-Fi. Strange. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. Because that's what they grew up with. They, they see the internet as wireless. Because they've never had it wired. They've never had it. So in our computer lab, which is fucking old as shit... Um, we still have, like, IBM computers from the 1960s, <laughs> nice. like, a whole room. Uh, they're plugged in with Ethernet cables. And so they're like, Mish, us, this computer internet's not working. I'm like, oh, you gotta plug it in. What? Oh my god. <laughs> so I plugged it in, like, well, but... Does that start the Wi-Fi? like, no, honey. It's like plugged in. It's going through the
0: tubes. It's all the the tubes. It's like a water. You know how the internet is just a series of tubes. (laughs) These are the tubes. So they
1: just think all internet is synonymous with Wi-Fi. Oh, that's frightening. I know. They also don't know how to attach documents on emails.
0: I love how, like, everyone thinks that we're going to have, like, the next generation is going to be, like, all instant IT managers. No. But really, it's, like, that age has
1: passed. No, no, no. And schools assume that all kids are very savvy with, like internets and yeah and documents and the the computers but they're not well it's
0: like our generation yes because we had to grow up learning how all this new stuff worked but by the time like these new generations are you know growing up (laughs) these new these kids today well no and this isn't like a slight on them this is just interesting an insight about the way the world works but like it's all, like, commonplace by the time they get to that age, so they it's not on them to learn how it works because they don't have to figure out for the first time how to operate it. Yeah, they don't have, like, touch typing or anything. Yeah, none of them are going to ever have to, like, code a website in HTML just because they want to share their fan fiction <laughs> with the world.
1: <laughs> Everyone our age learned HTML to do just that. Basically. And to have really good live journal um, moving pictures and banners. And to create their own little, like, uh...
0: Quizzes about yeah. like what Backstreet Boy you are. Uh-huh. What Backstreet Boy were you? Oh, Nick, one hundred percent. Come on, I was Kevin. <laughs> Is that a Backstreet Boy? That's a Backstreet. Okay, Boy. Okay, I yeah, was yeah, him. Yeah, 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 I was him. Nick, Kevin, AJ, Brian, and Howie. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I listened to the Backstreet Boys a fair amount in Japan. So did you? Yeah. Well, uh, it was one of the one of the many things on my friend's playlist in the car. So did did you get your body rock? I got my body a little bit rocked. Good, good, Yeah. So you know who's getting their body rocked too? Who? This new boy. Yeah, there's a new boy. So they follow the modem sounds to the basement where someone is accessing uh, Betsy Hagopian's computer from a distance. And so they call the FBI to, like, trace the signal? Yeah, I guess. Instead of,
1: like unplugging the computer? Well, if they unplugged it, they couldn't trace the the signal. Oh, I guess so.
0: I guess so. Uh, Come on, come on, come on. So they trace it to a new boy. Yeah, in his apartment. And this boy looks like a young Scott Ackerman. (laughs) He does. He's so sweet. I love him. He's very soft. Very soft boy. I love him. Cannot
1: disagree. Uh Uh-huh. And he is part of MUFON, or was part of MUFON, and he, Betsy Agopian, when she passed away, it was past... All of her information is going to be passed to this boy to keep safe. Yes,
0: or so he says. Or so he says. Oh, he's doing no, No.
1: Oh, okay. He's doing a different thing. Oh, okay. Sorry. I feel embarrassed now. <laughs> I just really want to air horn. So while Mulder and this boy are kind of searching through um, all the files and hard copies to kind of see the background in what happened to this lesbian alien abductee cancer circle yeah scully is
0: going to go visit the last remaining remaining member yeah because she has like kind of a conversation with Mulder about she is starting to feel frustrated about like she doesn't want this to be about her personally but he says she should go talk to this last remaining person and he is uh throughout this whole conversation he is too close too soft <laughs> Yeah, it was really close. Really, he was very close. He was very soft. Did not like it. How?
1: Hey, how would we rate the molder in this episode? What were what? What was your opinion overall of this molder?
0: Uh, I feel like there were a couple different molders in this episode. They replaced a couple. What? <laughs> they like put in a new one? Well no, they're just he had a few different vibes throughout the episode. Yeah. So like too close, too soft Mulder. Yeah. Eh, I could do I could do with that one. Yeah. I could yeah, take yeah, yeah, lead. yeah, Um because Scully's being very stoic and like, I'm fine and I don't have a problem and that's not blood coming out of my nose, it's Jan, leave me alone. I had a sandwich. <laughs> I'm a messy eater. Um <laughs> And I don't need him there like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but I did like um, uh, Mission Impossible Mulder. Yeah, he was very good. Much. Duster Mulder. Duster Mulder. And I also really liked, oh, spicy, confrontational Skinner Mulder. Oh, we always love that. That's oof. Can I oof. toss in another Mulder that I kind of like? Please. Uh,
1: Mulder with the flowers who talked about like <laughs> stealing them from a dead guy or something. A guy
0: with a broken leg. That was kind of cute. Because he's like, oh, he's not, not going to chase me. <laughs> it was a good joke. It was a very yeah. cute joke. It was a good opening moment for Mulder of this episode because it instantly endeared us towards him. It was a coy Mulder. Yeah, it was a coy Mulder. Uh, I do die, I do that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! Um, we kind of yeah,
0: Mulder wasn't so bad. No, he wasn't so bad. It was a Scully episode, and I appreciate that he respected that and took a backseat. I like that too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so Scully is going to go visit this doctor.
0: Well, she's going to go visit. Um, oh, Penny. Penny be, uh Yeah, Penny, Penny. Northern. Um, and, uh, Penny says, like, oh, I remember you from the abduction, I held you close, and you were, it's, uh, it was a whole thing, and Scully's like, I do not recall that. Yeah, please don't talk about it, ma'am. Please, uh, and then, um, Penny tells her that she's being seen, being seen by a doctor named Dr. Scanlon, and he had also seen, uh, Betsy Higopian before she died, and that he thought he was close to cracking the code of the old cancer.
1: Yes, and so Scully decides, well, maybe I should also be treated by this man. yes. So she is going to go undergo treatment. She calls Mulder and says, hey, can you bring my
0: stuff and can you call my mom? And then she also says something to the uh, effect of the truth is in me and I need to find it. Ooh, that's a little too sexual. (laughs) (laughs) When did you say that line should actually be used? Oh, I think Mulder should say it at some point to Skinner. While in coitus? Yes, or slightly pre-coitus. Skinner, the truth is in me. It's in my butt. Please find it. With your divining rod. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey. We're all horned up now from Gush on the Go. Happy... <laughs> Happy second anniversary to us.
1: <laughs> so, this doctor is very Canadian. He's extremely Canadian. It's so Canadian. He hurts.
0: <laughs> like, okay.
1: There are... There's a look... A Canadian look. There's a Canadian look. We all have it. Yeah. It's just something about us. But a us. real,
0: like, open face. Like, you can just, like, <laughs> confide in them. Yeah.
1: Smells vaguely like stale coffee and donuts. hmm Mm-hmm. Um, and they say sorry a lot. Sorry. And they leave when things get uncomfortable. I need to go. <laughs> Which is what this doctor did when Scully's mom came to visit. And got real upset. And the doctor's like, okay, I'm outie. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yeah, the mom, Scully's mom, was really upset because Scully did. Well, honestly, Scully called Mulder before and Skinner and Skinner before the mom. Yeah. So like, I'd be kind of cheese too. Uh, and then they hugged it out and it was yeah. okay. I want to mention Scully's mom was wearing a turtleneck that was flesh colored. She was. You thought she was naked.
0: I thought she took off her jacket and just was like just booing it, free as a Jaybird. <laughs> Hanging out. uh We should also mention at this point that young Scott Ackerman is moited. Oh yeah, he got juiced. Yeah, he so he turns into juice, and um, so he's
1: by himself. Mulder, where's Mulder? Mulder's oh, he, with the he, Gerblins.
0: I think he went to yeah to talk to the Gerblins or something. Oh yeah. no 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 no. He he goes
1: to that clinic. Oh, he goes to the clinic. Okay. Anyway, young uh, our our sweet boy young Scott Ackerman. young Scott Ackerman young hot is... saucerman <laughs> turns into a hot hot sauce. Okay. It is hot sauce. Yeah. He hot green a, sauce. So someone is assassinating him with the pick, ice picky thing. Yeah. little slidey picky thing. Because he's an alien. Because he's an alien? No, he's an
0: alien boy. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's an interesting turn. A little twist. So he melts. He green... Yeah. He Mountain Dew melts. Yeah. And we're like,
0: uh-oh. That boy gone. He's gone for good. But then later on, Mulder <laughs> is yeah. in... Do you want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, Mulder's in the this fertility clinic where apparently all of these women were patients. And
1: we did we felt very uncomfortable this man was breaking into a fertility
0: clinic with a lot of like women's like personal information. And he's just like going through it. Yeah, well, he's trying to. He can't get the password. And then the uh, young Scott Ackerman shows up again. A new boy. A new boy. A new Scott Ackerman. But Mulder doesn't know that. No. Um, The new young Scott Ackerman is like, oh, yeah, I tried to hack into that, but I couldn't get the password. My friend, I know it's the 90s, but that is not hacking. (laughs) You just turned the computer on. You just tried to guess the password. That's not hacking. You just said, yes, I'd like to enter, please. Can we just, like, imagine that all computer operation is known as hacking? (laughs) Oh, I hacked into Netflix, and then I hacked my way through four episodes of Glow. (laughs) That's so stupid. I hacked open a Word document, and I wrote wrote a poem in it, and then I hacked it via email to someone I love. (laughs) It's just... I just don't understand. And
1: then... And then... So they guess a password. There was a snow globe. Yeah. I don't know why someone would pick that. You know what would be a great password? What? Like, something really dirty. Like, what? Like, give me an
0: example. Um, Like, give me a little sample. Uh,
1: horse cummies 720? I'm upset. Is my bank account. (laughs) 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 Please don't hack into it. Mine is orca dick 420. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, hackers don't want to hack into that. That's too, that's too dirty, Well, they never
0: guess it. No. No. No
1: one would guess about the horsey comes. How dare you? I'm sorry. <laughs> don't steal my passwords, <laughs> I just used an, a, a random generator, and that's what it came up
0: with. I know. That's how I got orchidic. It's so weird. It's so weird.
1: <laughs> I did. It was a, a password generator sponsored by Pornhub, so I yeah, yeah. was free. I don't know. Well, oh,
0: that makes sense. That's how I got wet bear anus 69. <laughs> Wait, excuse me. What was that one again? That was <clears throat> wet bear anus 69. That's funny, because that's also how I got Otter Squirts.
1: <laughs> Four thirty.
0: Oh Lord! Happy second anniversary to us. But I, uh, it's also
1: funny because I'm pretty sure our mutual friend owns Otter Squirts at Tumblr.com. Oh yeah, I think, think I sure. think you might. <laughs> It's just convenient. It's a good password, so- though. <laughs> good password. Guys, reset all your passwords for safety. Just think of the dirtiest shit ever. <laughs> no one will be. Anyway, moler guess the password. Yeah. W- which was Toad Grundle. <laughs> Toad Grundel seven thirty
0: five. Uh-huh. And they hacked in Because a... there was a little, there was inside the snow globe, There's a little toad bending over. <laughs> Giant So hacks. you can see that, that sweet grundle.
1: <laughs> and... <laughs> and so hot and sweaty. And uh, so they hacked in by entering the password. Yeah. Uh, hot, so extreme. Hot toad grundle. Hot toad grundle. And uh, they got in, and I don't know what information they got off of that. Well, they got the
0: location of a secure facility. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah. It's a hospital thing. Yeah, and so that's why Mulder goes to the... the um Gerblins. Gerblins to help him, like, actually hack into that. Because they do real hacking. They do re-hacking on that floppy. Yeah, right. yeah, he has a floppy. He has a floppy. Has He's a got floppy. a floppy. Now,
1: Mulder is also... Looking for a parlay.
0: Yeah, he is. You want to talk about that? Yeah, so Mulder goes to Skinner. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. And he pulls out his little floppy. (laughs) A disc, Courtney. A disc. (laughs) It's a hard disc. Yeah. The floppy is really a hard disc. (laughs) He pulls out his little floppy and it becomes a hard disc. (laughs) Dicks, you guys. (laughs) uh and i love this podcast (laughs) i miss this (laughs) he says to skinner that he wants to talk to the smoking man yeah he wants to talk to the ghost of ronald ray and skinner's like no you don't you don't want that because he lies for a living and you don't he's gonna make you give him something and i can't have that because i gotta protect you boo (laughs) now if you know our double x files
1: lore you know that um, the ghost of Ronald Reagan is the head of Mulder's daddy agency. Yes. Uh, the Smoking Man controls all of Mulder's daddies throughout the world. Yes. Inside and outside of Mulder, mm-hmm. and around Mulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skinner is Mulder's daddy. He's a he wants to be Mulder's full time daddy, but he's a rogue daddy. He's, a rogue he's not part daddy. of the agency. He's not part of the agency. Uh, Though I think this episode shows that the ghost of Ronald Reagan, aka the smoking man,
0: has a little bit more control well, yeah. over Skinner so than we thought. I really like that about this episode. It gives a little depth to Skinner's position as a daddy and a little girth. Because <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice, thank you. It's <laughs>
0: <That's> good. <laughs> it shows that you know. While he's a daddy now, he used to be a boy. He used to be just a little boy. He used to boy, be a boy who had a daddy, and maybe yeah. that daddy was Smoking Man. Maybe that daddy was Smoking Man. He so he still has this like Smoking Man has still has this weird pull over him as his former yeah, daddy. It's like a sexual pull. So even though Skinner's like trying to be a daddy now in his own right outside of the agency, yeah, the head of the agency used to be his daddy, and still has a little pull over she him. Has pull. Can- just has a little tug. <laughs> can you imagine if this is
1: someone's first episode of the X Files? <laughs> oh, gee, this is the anniversary special. This might be a good one. And we talk about like toad grundles and like bumblebees for hey, two hours. They know what they're getting. God, I can just imagine the fucking iTunes
0: reviews. <laughs> these these two dipshits don't know shit about the X Files. Again, one. No, we do not. Two, we do not care. <laughs> we do not care. I cannot emphasize that enough. The X-Files, we do not care We do not about care it. about it. Maybe you do. That's fine. Yeah. I mm-hmm.
1: feel like you can care about the X-Files and still enjoy this podcast. Yeah. People do. I know it. Yeah, I know it. I know I it. I know it. Tr- it's true. Anyway, the daddies. The daddies. That's they were gorgeous. the best part of this episode.
0: Yeah, all of like the Skinner-Mulder interactions, the Skinner-Smoking Man interactions, just very, very, very good. Yeah, I wrote, Skinner meets with... The ghost of
1: Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of tension. And and the smoking man, aka the ghost of Ronald Reagan, is like, hey, what do you need from me?
0: Yeah. I, Hey, is it is it Scully? And he's like at, at Mulder's desk. Yeah. Which is like adding this extra element of like, hey, you know that boy you want to be the daddy of? Oh, I can get to him. I can. I'm here. I'm also queer. <laughs> get get used, used to it. it.
1: And he's, uh, Smokey Man is kind of dangling a little treat yeah. in front of Skinner and saying, oh, does your, does baby Scully have the cancer? Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. Ooh that's, that's rough. Ooh, that's rough. Ooh, that's not great. But I could do something about uh, it. Yeah, I've got a little trick up my sleeve. But
1: what can you give me? Hey, Skinner, what can you, hey, Skinner. Skinner,
0: I want you to think real Hard about <laughs> what you could give to me. What can you do for daddy? What can you do for da- Remember the good old days. <laughs> what can you do for daddy? Guys, there's
1: a, so much tension. There's so much tension. I loved it. And I know Jillian Anderson like got an Emmy and whatever, but ooh. yeah, yeah, that's great, that's great. But this was a very good scene. <laughs> oh, so good. We really like the smoking man.
0: Yeah. He's not, like, he's I know. He's so grown on me. He has. And his, it was that weird flashback episode. It, it it humanized him? It did. And also, he's been funnier since then. He has. And he's been sassy,
1: and he's been a little bit just, like... Just a little sexy. A little sexy. Yeah, you we got a thing for him. <laughs> we got a thing for him. Wow. If you told me a year ago that we would be debating... Uh, an episode in which Skinner talked to uh, the Smoking Man and how sexy it was, I'd be like, you are bullshit.
0: <laughs> you embody as a person the concept what? of bullshit. Huh. Things have changed. Things have really shifted. What happens next? Oh, what happens oh, the, next? The Gerblin, uh The Gerb- Gerblins help Mulder break into this secure facility. Yes. Um, And the... <laughs> Mulder's going in with the classically handsome Gerblin. Yeah. Suit Gerblin. Suit Gerblin. Um, while Garth and um, R.L. Stein are <laughs> in some sort of sewer. Uh, R.L. Stein's home. <laughs> yes. Where R.L. Stein lives
1: forever. Goodbye. <laughs> where R.L. Stein currently resides. <laughs> when he's not in their timeshare in the shipping container. Yes. Where they also live. <laughs>
0: this is his little, this is his man cave. This is his home away from home. <laughs> his cabana. Um. So Mulder uh, is looking through this place and then he he realizes that Dr. Scanlon works for whatever this sort of hospital is. And so he's yeah. probably actually trying to hurt Scully. So he tells Suit Gerblin to like get back to Scully and tell her to stop taking the meds. Uh. And then he goes on to find <gasps> a room full of boys. A room with really a lot of boys. So many. Courtney, there's really a lot of identical boys. they are boys on top of boys on top of boys. It's a boy paradise. Stax- a boy a dice. St- stacks on stacks on stacks <laughs> so these boys all look like young scott ackerman yes the one um, who melted so the, uh and there are also tubs everywhere full of boys just tubs of boys just tubs of boys in like they're mountain growing dew, tropic thunder and just so many boys and even Walters like
1: looks into the tank and he's like i've seen this boy before he was you he was
0: you and they're like yeah that boy is us so these boys, he, Mulder. Does, I want to stress this. Mulder genuinely says "boy." Hey, so this boy, he says, "I've seen this boy before, and I loved it." Uh, so
1: these boys are all scientists.
0: Yes, they're alien hybrids. They're correct? alien hybrids, mm. but they know what's happening to their moms. Yeah. So they show us a hallway full of drawers, and all these drawers have have ovum. Well, from, at first, I thought that's where they keep the smaller boys. Yeah, <laughs> you did think they were drawers of smaller boys. But it's not. It's ovum. They're, they're ovum from the lesbians who yes. live in Lesbian City. Yes. Where? Now, how did
1: you say that went? <laughs> Take me down to the Lesbian City. Where everyone wears plaid, and the girls all pretty. Yeah. <laughs>
0: nice. So instead of smaller boys, it is human ovum yes. in tubes, mm-hmm. uh, including one for Skelly. Yeah. So these boys, um, all of these these women in these drawers, their ovum, uh, These they're, they're moms. The moms. So Skelly is mom to many boys. She should be so
1: proud. Mm-hmm. And so these many alien boys, they are trying to fix their moms. Yeah, they want
0: to cure their moms of cancer because they appreciate what their moms did for them. Aww. They're good boys, Brent!
1: (laughs) I hope we see them again. Me too, I like these boys. It's just like a gaggle of them. Just Just so many boys. I want to toss them (laughs) breadcrumbs. Like a gaggle of geese.
0: So, do you- Okay, Mulder never told Scully. No, Mulder never told Scully about the boys. Um, but I assume he will. Because uh, Scully had other things, I think, to kind of deal with. Scully, you have, like, 20, 30-year-old boys. You have many boys. You've had a lot of boys. And you don't know that, but they're there. And they've, they're grown and They love you.
1: <laughs> they owe you, like, 20 years worth of Mother's Day cards. <laughs>
0: You're going to get a lot of flowers very soon. <laughs> so Mulder pockets Scully's ovum. Oh, no! <laughs> And he That was the
1: worst sentence, Alice. Really? Happy anniversary. Wait, wait, <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Uh,
0: Mulder pockets Scully's ovum. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and uh he runs out of this facility while a man, the man who killed the original young Scott Ackerman is trying to shoot him. And um he goes to the hospital and the Skelly's not in her room, so he goes to this nurse and he's like, "Ma'am, Scully's not in her room." And the nurse is like, "What do I fucking care?" <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> She's like, so what? Who who gives a shit? I don't care. Um, and then Mulder finds Skelly in Penny Northwest's room. Yeah, Penny Northern. Yeah, um, Northwest. <laughs> Penny Pacific Northwest. Yes, <laughs> of the Pacific Northwest. Um, and. Uh, and then Penny dies. And Scully's <laughs> very sad. <laughs> it's very sad. Uh, and then Scully and Mulder have a long talk and a hug. And then she's wearing a white, fluffy bathrobe. And he's wearing all black. And it's a real dichotomy situation. Yeah, but Mulder also has a you face. Is Did you notice that? He does kind of have kind of U
1: face. Ew a ew face. face. Yeah.
0: Ooh. And so they hug. And she's like, I'm not going to, you know, I realize that Dr. Scanlon was not a good guy. But I'm not going to keep doing this, like, um, uh, this procedure. Like, I'm going to go back to work and... And I'm going to, like, just work this thing out. Which you said was kind of weird. Yeah, it did feel weird to me because it felt like there was an overarching theme of, like, if you consider that everything the X-Files does is, like, a veiled um, metaphor for real life.
1: (laughs) Chris Carter's real
0: life. Not very well veiled. Uh, Um, Then it felt weird to me that she would reject the treatment. Yeah. um, Because she does talk a lot throughout the episode about chemotherapy. And almost this episode could be considered, like, an early think piece about um, what... Yeah, you know, how, how chemotherapy and radiation treatment affects your body while you are undergoing treatment for cancer. There was a scene
1: where they put, a, like, a plastic lid over her face. Yeah. And, like, she gets to scan and she's monologuing.
0: It was actually really good. It was very effective. Um, And at this time, you know, this was something that was sort of just becoming what we know it to be now. Yeah. You know, cancer is, like, I don't want to say commonplace, but a lot of, a no, lot of people have experienced everyone. it. Everyone. And, and, and it is...
1: And, I mean, in the 90s, if you had cancer, that was, it was like, oh my God. It was a death sentence. It was, it was, but now, like, I almost had to get used to the fact where if you have cancer, it's, I mean, it's a big deal, but it's, it's not? Like, it's, it's people have been living with cancer more easily in 2017 than they did in in the 1990s. And there are
0: also, like, many, many, many forms of cancer that are treatable now that weren't in the 90s. I mean,
1: it was it was a scare word, like, but today, yeah. like, if you have breast cancer,
0: it's it's a scary situation still, but it's so so much more treatable. And also because our ability to um, to test for these things early on yeah. has made it so that when you do discover that you have something like that, it is treatable because it's not at such a late stage. Yeah, yeah. And it's,
1: and people in our lives are gonna, I mean, fuck, we're all gonna get cancer. Yeah. Because we're, we're living so long and I mean, just we're gotta, all gonna get it. You just got just keep on top of it. Check yeah. yourself. Check yourself before you
0: wreck yourself, right? True. Uh huh. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So it was just an interesting. I don't know. The, I think the context of it being in the '90s, before a lot of people were really talking at length about cancer and cancer treatment, made it a really interesting kind of piece for yeah, me. Yeah, I got, I got why Jillian Jill, Anderson got an Emmy for it. Yeah, it's it's just really interesting to look at in in retrospect as well, like from 2017. Yeah. Should we rate it? yeah let's rate it (laughs) can i say one more thing about mise-en-scene sure okay so the scene where skelly's wearing the fluffy white robe and Mulder's wearing the black suit yeah it is like a weird like devil angel dichotomy if you tie it back to when skinner was talking to smoking man and saying that smoking man like came up from the basement Uh, because he's uh, from hell because he's satan and so almost it's like because Skinner made this deal with Smoking Man, now Mulder's wearing this black suit because he's like tied into that. He's made a deal with the Daddy Devil. Yes, the Double D. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Whereas Skelly's this white fluffy angel about she to is, ascend. She is Daddy Pure. Yes. She and is, also she's about to die. She's a pure of da- oh. Because of the cancer. Oh. Um. That's why she's wearing a fluffy white angel. But robe. we know that she's not gonna die because no, 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 there's fucking. 17 we more know seasons. that. But, yeah, it's just really interesting, I think, that... I don't know if they did that on purpose, but I enjoyed it. Um, also, at this point, at the very end of the episode, we see Mulder once again huh? pocket that ovum. <laughs> right after they hug. What Super gonna, weird.
1: What is he gonna do with those? What is he
0: gonna do with those? What isn't he gonna do with those?
1: Ew. What, not like a sex thing? Like, do you keep them in your fridge? I don't know. Aww. I'm not a jerk-off Sciences. (laughs) Those clusters. Those clusters. (laughs) Let's rate it! Oh, now all I can think about is ovum.
0: You're first.
1: I ran on a spooky scale. Five is... I'm scared? Is that how it works? Yes. Five is I can never sleep, and one is I am gonna take a nap. I'm gonna give this a 1.47. Wow. Because cancer does still scare me. Yeah. Um, anyways, it was good. Uh, the scene, the most effective scene for me was the scanning scene. Because yeah, that yeah, claustrophobia yeah. and that, that panic and the anxiety really read really well. Mm-hmm. Do you know, do we know who like wrote or
0: directed this? Mm, scene I did not look it up. Okay. I, <laughs> mm, I do not care, <laughs> I do not care to find out. What do you rate it? I uh, rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means wonderful, beautiful, perfect episode, to excelsis day, which means terrible, horrible, offensive in twelve ways. Uh, and I'm gonna give this a three. Wow. Yeah. Last episode was like a ten. Yeah. We went on we're on a roller coaster. Yeah, we are on a real roller coaster. I got breakneck. What is it called? whiplash i got whiplash <laughs> so yeah this was a good episode i liked that it was pretty straightforward i thought i had a lot of action a lot of tension I had a lot of good scenes um skelly's monologues didn't really grip me as much as past episodes have that have been higher on the scale yeah, and that's, that's why true. it's a three and not a two yeah because um, i personally didn't feel that much emotional resonance but that's not to say that other people haven't that's because you were distracted by the Nanaimo bar. That's true. <laughs> that Nightmare gets a one. <laughs> Ooh. It
1: deserves an Emmy. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's that. Allison. Yeah. On this, the day of our second anniversary,
0: we got some reader mail. We got some mail. I think you mean listener mail. There is no postmark, no return address. Where is this mail from? Is it from outer space? Yes, it's from outer space. Thank you, aliens. We got some listener mail. (laughs) Well, we're
1: going to read it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to read her mail. (laughs) (laughs) Gush
0: on the go. (laughs) Okay, why don't you start? I'll start. Okay, this first piece of mail uh, comes from reader Ovidio. Um, and it actually is some perspective on El Mundo Jira um, from a real Mexican. Um, uh, that is in the subject line. That is what they say. Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: that's not just us putting that label on. Uh, we weren't able to read this earlier because we recorded so many. Yeah, but I
0: thought that this was really important. Yeah. yeah, it's something that we had asked some questions about, so yeah. it's nice to hear a perspective of. Yeah. Um, so this space cadet has been listening to us since the beginning, um, but says they didn't start watching the show until six months ago or so when they binged the first four seasons uh, during what they can only describe as a fatal lapse in judgment. Um, The moment they finished watching El Mundo Jira, they knew they had to email us to commiserate. However, we were obviously a long way from getting to it. So um, uh, what they say is, uh, well, first there's a disclaimer. Um, This listener was born and raised in Mexico. However, they are both white and upper middle class. The people on which this episode claims to focus is not theirs to tell or comment on. Um, But their family's history on immigration begins and ends with their grandparents escaping the regime of Generalismo Francisco Franco in the 60s and finding immediate refuge in Mexico. Wow. Uh, and they mention white refugees have a much easier time finding a home than brown people. Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, legit. Um, so what they actually want to talk about mostly is the Spanish language, because um, they are a Spanish speaker and they have a degree in Spanish lit with a Whoa. minor of ca- in Castellan studies. Um, so they found this episode extremely painful to watch. Which is nice to hear because we found it painful to watch yeah. and we have no experience in Spanish. <laughs> um, so they, they say you would think that with Spanish being one of the most widely spoken languages in the world, they would be able to find more than one actor that spoke the language. The only person to speak the language with any fluency was the ICE agent. Um, huh. the character that's supposed to be American speaks flawless Spanish. That's funny. That is weird. Because
1: remember, remember a lot of the, from the brothers and the, the... The screaming in Spanish was so bad. Even, yeah. the, even the um the translations of it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it really so they say that, meanwhile, uh, the two brothers that are supposed to be from Mexico, one speaks it with the fluency of a Dutch third grader that spent two summers ah! in Spain with his family, <laughs> and the other one spoke, uh, they swear, in actual gibberish. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's really bad. Uh, and not not shocking based on other episodes that we've seen. So they say if they hadn't heard maybe two words that sounded like they should. I would have sworn they were doing the Mexican equivalent of a white dude pretending to speak Chinese. <gasps> oh my god! Um, which yikes. Uh, and and they also want to say they could accept it if they were portrayed as indigenous and maybe their mother tongue is Nahuatl or one of the other hundreds of native languages spoken in Mexico. Clearly, that was not the case here. No. Um, and they go on to say that they're familiar with the the Latinx Hispanic population of Canada and and um they're surprised that they weren't able to find uh Spanish speaking actors in Canada or even uh ones in California that they could bring in because Yeah, that's surprising. We're uh we know that they bring in uh talent for the show. In fact, the actor that played the Ice Agent, I think, is from Nicaragua. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was um singer. Yeah. A musician, yeah. That they they brought out specifically for that episode. And, you know, if you have characters that are uh, principles, you know, like main parts in the episode, it's not surprising to bring them up from somewhere else. Um, so yeah, thank you, Ovidio, for this uh, wonderful email that kind of brings some clarity to stuff that we were wondering about in who, this episode. Who was it
1: from? What's Space Kid at? I believe they're at GeekLock.
0: Yeah, is the, I, I, is I believe you're, you're
1: correct. Because they had a very good Pokemon on there. <laughs> thank you very much sweet thank you so much thank you for that perspective if you have a perspective please yeah um, especially if this is the x-files is talking about your own culture and they yeah. know nothing please email us at double x podcast at gmail.com double spelled out we need your perspective and voices so we can share it as well because that's yeah.
0: important yeah and I, I try to spend a fair bit of time when we cover episodes like this seeking out other points of view uh, and there's... The important
1: points of view. Yes. Yeah.
0: There's not always a lot to pull from, just generally from Google, but I want to, we want to hear desperately from you guys. Yeah, please. Uh, we got another
1: email from Super Space Cadet Laura. Yay. Who we love. Uh, from Texas, I believe. And Laura is doing a re-lesson. <laughs> oh, so boy. she's been with us for a very long time, and she's spending even more time with us. And I thought this email was important because Laura is bringing up the first time we encountered Skinner. Oh, no. Now, we love Skinner. We love Skinner. We love him. He's our favorite character. Yeah, definitely. This is what Laura says. Um, This is a direct quote from the first time (laughs) we saw Walter Skinner. Oh, boy. First impression of Walter Skinner. Zero pizzazz. Also bald. You can write that down. Laura says, in your defense, this was well before the days of on-screen robo-dick orgasms and handcuffing Krychek to his balcony. His badassery was not foreshadowed because Chris Carter isn't a good enough writer to foreshadow things. (laughs) Zing. Uh, Laura also goes on to say, you guys went on quite a rant about him, i.e. he is not a spicy tater tot, he is a saltine... (laughs) and he looks like the kind of person who orders a kosher meal on a plane even though he's not kosher. <laughs> oh, but... Jesus. but ultimately decided he was an audience surrogate. Skinner is us. Spoiler, Skinner is not us. Skinner is everyone's daddy. <laughs>
0: Laura, I love you. Thank you, Laura. Oh my gosh, I can't believe there is so much egg on my face. Two years ago was a very long time. (laughs) We have grown with
1: Skinner. Zero pizzazz? Zero pizzazz? He has so much pizzazz. I want to know who made the kosher joke because it is A, very funny, but also B, ooh. I think that was you. Oh no! (laughs) I was so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Scholar, uh Skinner orders the spicy burrito. He sure no, does. Skinner goes to California Pizza ch- uh, Kitchen and takes an entire pizza on the plane. <laughs> yes. You can quote me. And in year three, Laura, listen back to this episode and send me that quote again. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just keep saying you can quote me about all of this? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> except for the otter, wait, except for the toad grundle. And the otter squirts? and the- <laughs> You can quote me. No, please, no. You can quote Courtney, too. That's on my tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's next?
0: Prediction. Let's do it. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. What's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety.
1: Season four Episode fifteen. The episode title is Kaddish. Kaddish? Yes. Kaddish. Uh-huh. Do you what does that mean? Um it's a type of pastry. Oh, is it? No. Oh. Do you want me to look it up? I can look and give you a hint.
0: Is that okay? Is that against the rules?
1: I don't fucking care.
0: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um well I'll just think about basically so this is right after. Memento Mori. Okay. Oh, oh, I can tell you. Okay.
1: Kaddish is an ancient Jewish prayer sequence regularly recited in a synagogue service, including thanksgiving and praise and concluding with a prayer for universal peace. Oh, I should know
0: that. This is worrying. (laughs) It is. Hey, it's super worrying. It's very, I will say, it's very worrying. Yep. Uh, So this is El Mundo Jira, El Mundo Jira, but about... Jewish people. Okay. Is what I'm gonna assume. Uh, there's some kind of, uh, folklore, like Jewish folklore. Okay. Uh, being. Yeah. Um, because that's all these episodes ever are. Uh-huh. It's just a being from a different culture's folklore. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> and, um, let's see, maybe there is an element of uh now what is this being doing well i'm that's what i'm gonna say is i okay. maybe there's an element of a healing myth and mm. maybe it relates to skelly's cancer in that way
1: oh are you
0: saying these are gonna be a linear storyline i'm saying that there might be a, a tinge uh, just a just like, a touch yeah like it's not picking up where this episode left off or okay. anything it's gonna i think it's gonna be a monster of the week but okay. i think it might there might be a little bit of like a thematic tie-in
1: okay so, X-File is a Jewish mythical creature. Yeah. Half point. Okay. Second or second half point. Yeah, second half point is there is a healing element and it's going to touch on Scully's cancer. Yeah. Very good. That's what I think.
0: Ooh, boy. Ooh,
1: boy. I'm ready. Are you ready? Nope. Okay, well, <laughs> the space cadets are going to have to figure it out next week. Do you think most people know? Like, I think a lot of people know, yeah. Uh, people like know what know what we're in for yeah wow i wonder what it would feel like to do that (laughs) i don't know sounds bad to know what all the episodes the x-files are about well i feel like if we did we would stop watching (laughs) (laughs) i mean we've done four seasons of this and i don't know what any of the episodes we watched were about i think our saving grace is that we never know what we're in for that's true that's true (laughs) and they're like oh you're so funny (laughs) um space cadets we missed you we missed you, and it's our second anniversary, so you need to give us a gift.
0: The gift of an email. Right? Or, or a review. Or a review, yeah, because that mean one really got to me. Oh. Was it a one star? Yeah.
1: Oh, fuck that person. <laughs> Let's just hide them. We'll get more reviews from you. Hey, guys, it's our second anniversary. We've been doing this for two years. We don't get paid. This is just, this is just like, it started with Alice and I just wanting to hang. Yeah. And it's kind of grown into like a monster yeah totally and a cryptid if you will <laughs> and if you have enjoying a, if you have been enjoying us especially if you've been with us from the beginning and you haven't done a review uh please just take a couple minutes to do that it would really uh mean a lot to us we need to guys we need to bury that shitty for one star review <laughs> we need to bury it please <laughs> uh make allison happy yeah make us happy what else can they do
0: uh, you can also, hey, if you want to be, uh, male friends with us, Aww, um, male friends. M A I L or M A L E. Yeah. Whatever you prefer. No, fuck you. <laughs> um, we have a, a snail mail club that you can join. Uh, and we'll send you things every month for just $7 a month. Yeah, patreon.com slash thunderquack. Yeah. You got some gashapon stuff. I did. I got, um, I went to a bunch of different gashapons and I got special treats for all of our snail mail space cadets. Oh, that's so good. So those are coming out July. Yeah. Yeah, they will be. Um, we're on Tumblr,
1: fuck yeah, double x-files. We're on Instagram double x files, we're on Facebook double x
0: files, we're on Twitter double x files. Jeez, we got a whole brand thing going. Oh on. yeah, and our website doublexfiles.com, but you may already know that. Uh and it would be also if you don't
1: if you've already given us a review, a good thing you could do is tell a friend. Yeah, we would love it if you would tell a friend. I would like you, yeah, to the space cadets, yeah, to buy a ticket to Japan. Oh, okay. I would like you to start from the ground up and create your own gachapon. Uh, factory. Oh, God. In which all little tubes contain an MP3 player loaded <laughs> with the double X-Files on it. So every time a small Japanese child puts in their 200 yen, they get the double X-Files. Perfect. The gift Perfect. that keeps
0: on giving. <laughs> oh, that's a good... For 200 yen, right? you get an MP3 player? Uh-huh. Damn. But it disintegrates after you finish the Oh, stream. okay. I,
1: that's more accurate for a gosh How many hours of the... us? Uh, how many hours do you think we've talked
0: oh like 90 probably god 90 hours maybe that's like more than a day yes it's many it's <laughs> it's several days guys wow um also yeah if you we read some reader emails listener emails earlier <laughs> uh if you're a listener and you want to send us an email you can hit us up at double x at gmail.com yes that's it that's all. That's hey, all our
1: stuff. Hey, Allison. Yeah? Thank you for podcasting with me for two years. Oh, thank you for podcasting with me for two years. Yeah. yeah. Until next time, the truth is
0: out there. Ba-ba-ba-ba.